Fear, false evidence appearing real. Hey everyone, Stephanie Costello here. Mom of three, wife, animal lover, and entrepreneur. My goal with this podcast is to share healthy intimacy skills. If you feel you are the only one struggling, I promise you are not alone. It's time to take action and make shit happen. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I am so grateful right now for a particular topic that was taught to me by a coach of mine. Um, the It's called The Work of Byron Katie, and I will probably drop a link in the show notes so once you're done this podcast, you can go back and kind of figure out what that means. And if you need any help, I'm more than willing to support you and uh, help you figure it out. Um, this morning, I had a Zoom call with some graduates from the coaching program that I went through. And this was particularly meant to figure out our feelings on the coronavirus and talking about the different possibilities of how it's impacting people in both positive or negative ways. Um, I tend to be very good at viewing everything from both perspectives because I feel like there is a um, positive or negative or, you know, up or down, whatever you want to call it, to every situation. Um, That doesn't mean that, you know, don't misconstrue that for, oh, well, she's happy because people are dying because that is not the case by any means. I happen to work on the front lines part-time and it is very saddening to watch it and very scary. Uh, It does put things into perspective about what to actually be grateful for versus uh, what not to be, what doesn't really matter anymore. Um, Things like the toilet seat doesn't matter anymore. Um, With that said, Uh, The work of the Byron Katie, basically, you take a fearful moment that you have, fear, false evidence appearing real, um, and you really sit in that moment and you feel it and you allow your body to feel it and you feel the anxiousness, whether, excuse me, whether it's in your chest or your throat or your stomach, your back, the back of your neck, wherever you hold your fear and your stress, Um, and you allow yourself to believe the thoughts that are coming with that. You recognize the thoughts that you are believing when you come from that fearful place, the story that's in your head. This is not an easy journey because it's forcing you to deal with your anxiety, Um, but this is a great coping skill to have when you're trying to overcome how you're feeling. And so... Once you start the work, and for me, um, I do have some fears of all around uh, my family getting ill. My if uh, there's two asthmatics and a autoimmune disorder of the lungs in my family, uh, which would this would be deadly to uh, potentially deadly to our family. And I don't like using those words. I don't like having that story. But in the frame of the fear, that is a deep fear and huge possibility in my family. So I have to be careful not to allow that to happen. And so when I'm doing the work of Byron Katie and I'm going through um, what she calls the judge your neighbor worksheet, I am able to reframe those thoughts in a different light and to see something from a different perspective. 
Um, this is kind of hard to do on your own, and especially if you don't have any work um, knowledge or education in how to do this on your own. There are certified people that can teach this. I'm not certified, but I'm, again, more than happy to do that. Um, so basically, I sit down and I talk about my fears, and then I try to turn around my thoughts. And who am I without those thoughts? I am a loving mother. I am a um, supportive wife. I am uh, happy to talk to people and work with people. Um, I love to cook and clean and do all the other things. When I believe those thoughts, I would rather curl up in a ball and lay in my bed, um, hide under a blanket all day long, binge eat whatever's in the cabinets, which in our house is very little when it comes to junk food uh, because we are gluten-free and a whole host of other dietary restrictions. Um, so the turnaround is, you know, to self, to others, and to the virus, I believe. And so, um, when I'm turning this around, I'm believing that, you know, I get to spend more time with my kids or, um, things don't matter anymore. Going to the store, um, to buy these random things that I think are going to make me happier or I feel like I need this new outfit to make myself feel happy. Like none of that matters anymore. Now I get just to, you know, I can turn around and give my husband a hug or do yoga with him or, um, you know, I get to give my kids this extra time of teaching them how to grow their own food and do their math with them or whatever else. The things that I've wanted so deeply to do that I've been relying on the school district or preschool to help them with because I didn't have enough time or patience to do. I have more time um, for self-care, for hugs, for cuddling. I don't have to rush in the morning to quickly eat breakfast, get dressed, let's go, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go. Like there is no pressure right now, which I am not looking forward to that pressure ever coming back. And I, if it does, I have to be responsible to make sure that it doesn't, um, and try to prevent that from happening in our home. So I wanted, my whole point in sharing all this is when you allow the fear or the false evidence to appear real, and granite, um, this isn't necessarily false. The, the coronavirus is real. Its effects on our world are real. People are dealing with very intense um, disruptions in their life, fear of losing their job or have lost their job, um, potentially losing their home or whatever else um, is in, in death, even all the way down to death. Very, very scary um, and very hard to manage and cope with. Um, with that said, it is up to us to control our mental perspective. It is up to us to allow ourselves to experience the small amounts of joy or the things that we do enjoy in our current life, in our current state, um, rather than focus on the fear and allowing the fear to eat us alive. When you allow your fear to eat you alive, you're giving that energy to the universe and you're getting it back. So don't give it. Don't allow this to win. Don't allow the control it has to really reap the war rewards um, and benefit 
of its control. Take back control. You have the control within. You don't need the things in your life except for the humans, like the things, the physical books and whatever else in your life to feel in control. You are in control. I can't speak or preach that enough. You have the option and the opportunity to try to change. If you need to give yourself 10 minutes a day and that's it, to really sit and feel that worry, you sit and you worry about everything in the world. But what are you going to do after? What are you going to do to make the changes for yourself and to overcome this time of uncertainty? Um, I think I'm going to stop there. Sounds like my kids need some of my support. (laughs) Uh, I appreciate you listening. I hope this was helpful. This is a very touchy subject and we all deserve to have our thoughts and feelings heard, understood, and um, then we allow, uh, we all deserve to have, be able to take back that control. I hope you have a great day. I look forward to connecting. Bye.